In which video game did Super Mario first appear? So, oh, see, I know this. It's yeah. Donkey Kong. There we go. There. It's see, a trick I, question I figured... for people not in the know, but I'm a bit of a gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of a Mario As are fanatic. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I'm I'm so excited for Chris Pratt to take over the hallowed role. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you ever? Did you watch the trailer, Jeff? Oh yeah. I saw it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean we got Jack yeah, Black and Bowser. Yeah. Which that works. That works. That works well. Like yeah. better. It compares it, it comparatively it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Bowser um, doesn't have an established voice that mm, everyone yeah, knows. Yeah. Mario, that's like a whole impression. Like mm -hmm. people know the Mario voice and yeah, can you really do it dropped... real quick? Yeah, it's like it's -a me, Mario. Right? Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's actually really good. I was putting you on the spot to see if something <laughs> funny happened, <laughs> and you had it prepared. That oh, was I, I've... one of the best Mario impressions I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank. You. See, I should have. That's why I'm so salty about it. Is I'm like I could have killed. You would have been better. It would have been the role of a lifetime for me. I mean, you um... were a voice actor in a film that just came out yeah yeah the tennis ball on his day yeah. off and actually that's a great segue into plugging um i was also coincidentally just in a new is it out yet oh it might not be out I, there's a youtuber named avocado animations and i was in his a, a, a video of his as a very very small nice. cameo. but anyway yeah, i've been i'm like trying to i'm not like actively trying to build the voice uh work real mm -hmm. but, but but it's just coming naturally it's coming at like i i love doing it so if you need me yeah. to do voiceover for something you especially know, you mario especially yeah if it's a mario thing i'm your guy <laughs> yeah because um, like i thought about trying it and then i there's no shot i'm gonna try it after <laughs> after your impression because it's terrible i can't do impressions i'm mario you're luigi that's the that's our dynamic. yeah if luigi doesn't ever have to talk yeah, <laughs> Luigi just sounded like a normal guy. Yeah, not. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we kind of do have Mario and Luigi vibes where you're like, like yeah, because I'm taller than you. Um, yeah, but you are. I you can mustache. really pull off overalls better than me. And also, <laughs> I look terrible in red, and you could pull the, off yes, red. I could pull off red. Yeah, and you can pull off I green. Can't. Yeah, I look um, okay in green. I'm more of a blue guy yeah. myself. Is the color I personally think I look the best in. But green yeah. is like acceptable. Mm -hmm. Red there though, are... I look awful in red. Right, red is a tough one to pull off. So you know, give you the pass there. I can barely get red. Right. Um, yeah. You can do yellow though. I've seen you in yellow. Yellow you have the is shoes always that are a yellow. bold. I have that orange sweatshirt, which was a crazy choice when I got it. And then I'm like, you know what? I can make orange work if I wanted to. Yeah. I think purple's where I fall apart. Purple is a tough one for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you were. I think blue is my color. That's it's really. I mean, got the light in the. It's background. a good color. I mean, the lights there. Yeah, I have the the hat, which is a very light blue. Right, baby blue. No, we we've been compared to two duos, and it's Mario and Luigi, which is very accurate, and also Bert and Ernie, which I I can also very clearly see. I mean, interesting. It's a I don't good know if I... like thought of that one yeah no i mean i don't know what bert and ernie I, it's been a while since i've heard what they sound like but just off looks you know i feel like we got we got bert and ernie down <laughs> um uh, anyway I mean, you kind of have the hair of beaker though yeah yeah you beaker hair beaker <laughs> that's what everybody's saying <laughs> um yeah i oh god i just remember looked up beaker's face and I, at least it's just the hair you know not not the whole yeah. No, I I would never say you look like Beaker, <laughs> face wise. <laughs> Just, um, I am very tapped into the World Cup right now, which is you know, yeah? first time I'm I've I'm like tapped 
in. Um, so, so that will be very fun to do throughout the next month or yeah. so. For reference, uh, uh-huh. we're recording this on Monday. Uh, yes. Right after the U.S. played Tied. and had a yeah. very disappointing draw versus Wales. Yes, I was. I was like, we have this in the bag. Um, it oh, seemed like half, we did. First half, we were killing it. Was, yeah. It was all possession. The issue for the U.S. was yeah. that their final ball in the final third of the pitch yep. was terrible. It, it was uh, Pulisic had that one really good through ball for the for his assist, but other yeah. than that, his passing in the final third was terrible. His crossing uh, for for his you know his corner kicks really yeah. bad. Yep. No, they played. They they clearly something happened at the halfway point, and um, second half was not great. Yeah, um, Wales subbed on their gigantic striker and took off yeah. Dan James, uh, who is yep, like just yep. a small speed guy, and the the big guy was able to hold up the ball well. Big guy brought it and uh, the U.S. was not good um, no. in the second half. So yeah. So moving forward, no offense to all our Wales listeners, um, but uh, yeah, Monroe Page the enemy. was messaging he... me during the game. <laughs> uh yeah he's he's not welsh but um uh, he lived in wales mm-hmm. you know for a bit yeah and so i'm yeah. assuming he cheered on for wales um, yes yes well wales has like the whole like kind of they haven't played in 64 years is it um they have, or they haven't they haven't been in the world cup yeah. i should say they played but it's like right. a big deal that they're here and I mean, it, I feel like it's disappointing on both sides, to be honest. I feel like they should have played better, and we should have played better, and it just... Well, they're, the U.S. objectively should be a better team than Wales. Well, mm-hmm. There's very few people in Wales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of people in the U.S. Yeah, there's um, a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's not the only metric, because yeah. uh, India and China are not good teams. Uh, right. They are not in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, but... We we should have won this game. Yeah, Wales is a pretty good. Uh, they have Gareth Bale, who mm-hmm. you know he's a bit older now, but at Wait, one his point, last name's Wales. One of Bale, Bale, Gareth oh Bale. Yeah, like, at one damn. point he was one of the the <laughs> ten best players in the world. Um, not anymore. He's a bit old. Yeah, but he looks old. Yeah, he's actually not that old. He's like two years older than me. <laughs> um, I just want you, <laughs> you look good for your age. He does not, is what I'll say. Um, yeah, yeah, but. Disappointing, disappointing. Now, uh, yeah, I, I, we probably don't need to go for too long. We don't the need World to Cup. go if in you have depth, any other. Yeah. yeah, we'll just do like a brief update. I don't want. I was about right. to say to talk about another game. And I'm like, wait, this is. I'm getting <laughs> sidetracked here. <laughs> Point is, like, I'm the. I'm very invested, um, and I yeah. plan to watch most of the games if I can because I I realize I love watching uh, football. I'll call it football. Yeah. Um, it because it's. I don't know. It's just exciting, and it doesn't yeah, stop. The These Cup. boys don't get breaks. It's just nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 a fun thing to follow because every I like sports where goals matter. See, that's why yeah. I don't get into basketball that much because it's you know there's no unless it's the last shot of the game. There's no yeah. one action that matters as much as like a goal in hockey or soccer. That's my exact same feeling about basketball yeah. and also Bas- soccer you could just have it on the background <clears throat> and look on your phone yeah yeah you but don't then like, be like yeah locked in except i was locked yeah. in for the last like 10 minutes of this oh. game because um yeah yeah it was exhilarating even though nothing happened <laughs> which is what sports <laughs> is all about um yeah i in a on a different note i've been playing the new pokemon uh this week that came out oh yeah That's how is news. It? It is one of the worst games ever. Well, here's the thing. It's still fun. The thing about these Pokemon games, as I'm sure you know, is they just kind of copy-paste shit with every game. It's just mm-hmm. the same story, the same every, like layout and structure. But it's just they, they sort of change Pokemon and, and characters and where they are. And this game is trying to do the open world thing that Arceus did, which I thought was a very good game and a step in the right direction because it's like open world and this is trying to do that but clearly they were under a massive time crunch and it just is so rushed and so glitchy it looks like a game from like 2005 it's really pathetic 
I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. I'm sure you have. There's been I a saw few some viral of the glitches clips. of like arms glipping, <laughs> yeah, glitching around, and and they're, they're, that's not like a a rare glitch. It's like this is just everybody's game. So yeah, that's just my brief Pokemon rant. Is like I don't yeah understand why they because there's so many new generations of Pokemon and yeah. they just need to make a new version with the original pokemon yes. that's like the original story yeah make it like an open world and put lots of effort into it it would be the best-selling game of all time dude exactly and they almost got there with the last one um because that was a lot of the original pokemon but yeah it's like they just need to like take a little bit of time and put just a little bit of effort into these games because clearly they're just like throwing it out there and uh yeah a lot of people yeah. are upset and I'm I'm one of the people. I, the thing is, yeah, though, because I it's the same shit, still having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's the that's thing it. is that the the underlying premise of the game is so fun. Yeah. Right. I spent like thousands of hours when I was young playing it on my Game Boy because you know I was yeah probably oh, six or seven when the Red and Blue came out. Prime time to be into it. Yeah. That's, exactly. So that's I was a great. Like, all the way in and i i don't think i've yeah. had one since like for the ds yeah um but i had like pokemon stadium for the n64 yeah yeah i watched the show right was all about which it. was good i liked the show as a kid i still have we should pokemon cards a lot worth yeah. thousands presumably <laughs> <laughs> we could um we could do the the first Pokemon movie sometime as an episode. We I should. Like I saw it in theaters. I had the I had the oh card my God. that was like the ancient Mew card they yep, give you when yep. you went. Oh my God! We should do it. I I we don't should. know if it'll be better or worse than how I remember it, but yeah, probably better. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no basis for that prediction. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of things that were. Big in the nineties, um, and are, are and still... better than you thought they would be. Yeah, today we're talking about weird, the weird Al Yankovic story. Also, Jeff, I'm sorry if, if you had anything else to add to the intro. I, I didn't mean to jump right into the movie. Um, um so back to the World Cup. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're talking about weird. It is a, a new 2022 comedy. It's a Roku original, um, which we'll talk about that. And uh, synopsis is uh, the unexaggerated true story about the greatest musician of our time. From a conventional upbringing where playing the accordion was a sin, Weird Al Yankovic rebels and makes his dream of changing the word words to world renowned songs come true an instant success and sex symbol al lives an excessive lifestyle and pursues an infamous romance that nearly destroys him um and it stars yeah, i mean that daniel radcliffe very accurate yeah yeah um and it's basically like a a musical biopic parody um yes. which yeah lots to we saw this at tiff uh, and if anyone did not listen to our recap and does not know the story, Jeff, would you like to tell the story of the press situation? Because it's yeah. one of my okay. favorite so, memories from Tiff. <laughs> yeah. So we were, you know, what did, wait, what were you seeing right before Weird? I was seeing the law, um, what was it? The, um, no, uh, uh something Prisoner's Daughter, uh, starring Prisoner's Brian Daughter. Cox. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, famously you said was the worst thing you saw at TIFF. Definitely the worst thing I saw at TIFF. Yep. Um, uh, and also just bad in general. Bad, yes. Because like the worst thing I saw at TIFF was that one documentary I just remembered that I tried to block out of my uh, mind. Throat that singing made me almost one. throw up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyways, most of the things I saw at TIFF were good. But you were kind of like late and, you know, it was kind of a tight time crunch for you to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you ended up getting there, and mm-hmm. there's a reason you were able to get in, even though you got there fairly soon to yeah. the showtime. Yeah. And that was because many people were in a fake line downstairs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that... I remember I told you just, like, go straight up to the third floor. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I was looking around because I was there very early because that was the first thing I saw that day, I believe. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah I got in the line, and I was – 
with one of the the Oscar experts. Mm-hmm. One of the brothers. Well, I guess one is the expert and one's the bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with the bro. You were the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, which yeah. he's not an expert. I can right. tell you that. Still a very other, good. His brother's an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's no expert. No, he's just no a bro. Expert. Yeah, he's just um... a bro. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So we were just like you know, in a line. It wasn't that long. We got in the theater fine. It was. Very small theater for yeah. a showing that clearly was going to be in demand. Very popular, yeah. Um, yeah, so we got in, and then we just, like, are all waiting and just, like, hanging out. Very casual. And then yep. uh, I had to go to the bathroom before it started, so I, like, yep. told the person at the door, and then they were going to let me back in. And I get outside, and it's just full of people screaming at the TIFF uh, volunteers yeah about how they like were waiting in line for a long time and then they're not in and then the person's like oh, it's full um yeah so what happened was there was a fake line there were two separate lines we were in the real line they were in the fake line and all these people yeah. for large you know who were writing for legitimate outlets could not get into the screening of weird the al yankovic story. of weird yeah <laughs> the al yankovic yeah I, I i think back and i'm like i'm very I got very lucky that a few things happened that like you happened to be there that you yourself got in the right line because it's like they could have sent you to that fake line. (laughs) Yeah, because I asked someone and the person I asked just happened to be correct, which was yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I yeah, I the fact that I decided to leave the screening early if I didn't leave uh, Prisoner's Daughter early, I don't. If the Prisoner's yeah. Daughter was a good movie, I probably wouldn't have yeah, seen this that's movie. The thing. You know, <laughs> really, you should be very happy that that movie was bad because yeah. it enabled you to see weird. It was like if there were any movies I was going to leave early at this festival, this was the one, and thank God I did. Um, yeah, you told me to go to the third floor. If you weren't there, I probably would have gotten in this fake line. Um, and yeah, it's it was. I I just think it's so. I remember like minutes. Before the screening started, some guy got in and took the last seat available in the theater. Um, and he was like some older critic and he was like really pissed off. And he's like walking to his seat. And I remember he was like to the entire crowd, he was like, It's just ridiculous what's happening at this festival. Just ridiculous. <laughs> and then he sits down and weird starts playing. It's <laughs> just like, Look at yourself. Like, get over it. Um, yeah. It's also I mean, funny how many people were mad and. The screening was for weird, the Al Yankovic exactly. story. It's such a ridiculous <laughs> movie. And everyone was like so serious outside and yelling. They're like, I'm not going to download the Roku channel, please. I need to see it here. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, I mean, I'm on both sides where I'm like, you know, it's it. This is how most press has always felt is like not being able to get into movies. Like the demand is it just it screws over a lot of people and that's just how it is at the festivals. And I'm also like, you know, I do feel bad for the, a lot of the critics just because like you wait in a fake line for that long. That's probably the worst part about it. Um, Oh yeah. But But also they were screaming at TIFF volunteers who it really wasn't their fault. Like someone made a mistake, but it wasn't like they were sabotaging these people by intentionally putting them in a fake line yeah it was just a a messy situation altogether um and yeah but we got to see it which was great that is the that's the other funny part is that like when i was sitting there i'm like it is so funny that like jeff and i are sitting here and then like someone who went from like like, the new york times or something yeah went to journalism school and fucking you know yeah, yeah, we made it though. And uh like yeah, you're a YouTuber. I'm someone who just happened to live near a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like it's and I'm glad cuz I'm like I feel like we enjoyed this movie more. It was more tailored for us if anything than yeah. many of the older critics. Um Yeah, so if you want to get into the the film. Yeah, let's talk the about the thing movie. I want to say is that yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is so good. In this yes, film. absolutely. I mean, I've I've watched some interviews on the press tour, and it seems like he takes this role very seriously. Like he really, which works. That's like he he really like believes in Weird Al, and like has a at least on the press tour, like he's very passionate about the subject. So I'm just like, which both right. adds to how funny it is, and also 
yeah, it, it just leads to a great performance. Um, yeah, because the him playing this as straight as he plays it is what makes the film work. Right, right. Like he can't go to polka parties and like yeah. I don't know. The whole the whole first half of this movie is phenomenal. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, the first half is definitely the best half. Yeah, which like the second half is still funny in a different way, but the first yeah. half is like, perfect. I I've noticed it like. I've know some friends who have seen it now and we've talked a little bit about it and it seems like it's it's a little like you either like the first half or the second half like the first half plays it like we said like very straight and in my opinion that's funnier like that's a that's the kind of humor that I really like um and then the last half gets into like absurdity which didn't I usually I like but like didn't work as well for me in this case just because I was like okay we were there except there is one gag at the very end of the movie that i thought was pretty uh funny that i won't spoil for anybody who maybe hasn't seen the movie yet but um yeah it's on the roku channel do i know how to watch the roku channel i do not but you could probably google it dude do you need a roku tv or can you do it in a web browser i do not know (laughs) I, I'm looking it up right now. You can watch it on a browser. Like, I can, if I wanted to. This is so strange. They got more than just weird, by the way. They got a Martha Stewart special. Moonage Daydream is on the Roku channel, I heard. Really? Is that correct? I heard, okay, I heard that on <laughs> Sirius XM radio on during my drive to, because I'm currently in Austin, Texas, which we we talked about before we didn't talk about that while we were recording did we no no yeah yeah yeah, yeah if i'm anyone's... in austin texas right now for for american thanksgiving well that's that's why i was like jeff if you had anything else you wanted to talk about in the intro i assumed you maybe oh, bring up austin yeah. texas but because we talked about it briefly before we recorded it and i just forgot yeah. that we didn't talk about it in the actual yeah recording but <laughs> yeah so on sirius xm radio mm-hmm. uh one of the people who was the dj said mm. that but i don't know if they're correct i don't wow. know where they get their info from because i was like why would that be on the roku channel it's an hbo film yeah yeah i thought that so, would be an hbo max situation i don't i thought it would too so maybe they were just wrong <laughs> damn uh, this is secondhand information from someone who is a serious xm dj yeah so it yeah. really is not the most reliable source <laughs> <laughs> Um, spe- I I know someone, a good friend of the pod, John Oppenheimer, did watch this on the Roku channel. We did not. We saw this at TIFF, and I'm so glad we saw it at TIFF because he said that on the Roku channel they play commercials and that they played one like every 20 minutes, and that it got very annoying, very fast. And he was like, I I wanted to purchase it, like I would happily purchase this, right. You'd but pay like five bucks to rent it, right? But they don't give you the option i don't even think that's possible and i can't be i'm not positive um but yeah it, it just seems like yeah, a shitty it's... distribution deal for this movie because uh yeah it's that's it's such a weird distribution deal because this film is good and it seems like it could have had a it could have had a, a, like it could have been on netflix dude that's what i'm saying like like they, they netflix has had way more niche films they had like the making of the behind the scenes story of mad magazine or something <laughs> like yeah they have much more specific films that are similar to this right it's a shame because i'm like i'm assuming you know maybe the movie just didn't get picked up or, or get that kind of you know support from some of these bigger Radcliffe services i know well that's the th- but that's the other thing is that daniel radcliffe has had a uh <laughs> quite the run as far as like strange indie movies go some of which yeah, are amazing swiss army man yes yeah, swiss army man Where others plays a corpse yeah and then there's guns akimbo and maybe they were like yeah, oh is, it's ugh. just another stupid daniel radcliffe movie yeah and it's another guns akimbo <laughs> it's a weird album with but guns. in this film he just has he has like two accordions super glued to his hands <laughs> basically yeah um accordions so yeah akimbo the weird al yankovic story <laughs> um yeah i it sucks because yeah at the end of the day we have barely like talked about the movie itself but that's because there's not a ton to actually say about it besides like talk about the existence of it because it's like it's a really it's a really good movie and it's a very kind of straightforward comedy 
parody that um yeah I'm, I'm just like you could try to you you could make the case that like you wish this movie had a little bit more to it but i'm like honestly it just i i would rather it be just a straightforward comedy like this and and not be about yeah. anything more important because it's just about having fun and yeah yeah and i <laughs> If there's a way to watch it without commercials, that's the that's that's the, the way to do it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of cameos in it. Um, a lot. There's like a certain scene that just has like no nothing but cameos. cameos. Yeah, and I'll say they worked for me. Usually that stuff is like kind of irritating, um, but I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny in this movie. Um, yep. Yeah. I I. Like I said, I feel like you and I are both in agreement that the more it goes on, um, the less funny it gets. Um, but it's still ma- entertaining, but it's not <clears throat> funny. That's the thing. I guess like, it was like, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was gonna end like multiple times, and then it just kept going. And I think I was more focused on the ending of the movie than what was right. happening. So I was just like kind of over it at there, a certain point. Yeah, and there is a broader, um joke that they're making yes how expansive the film gets like that is the joke they're going for it's just not right. as funny as playing it straight with all these smaller jokes in the like in the first half exactly yeah, yeah the second yeah. half just becomes deliberately outlandish to where mm-hmm. that is the only joke because you can't make small jokes in something that is already outlandish yeah exactly no that's a great that's a great point um and I feel Thank like you. that's the first time you've ever said that. That <laughs> is not true. I've said that multiple times. <laughs> um, it is. It is. I I hate to to bring this one up again because uh, I feel like I compare a lot of things to this movie, but um, I I it is easy to kind of compare this one to the Nicolas Cage movie that came out earlier this year, Unbearable yeah. Weight, which I know a lot of people really liked and it worked for them. I feel like the reasons that didn't work for me are the same reasons why the back half of this didn't work for me is that it just turned into like an action joke thing that I know is the point, yeah. but I was like, that's just not my like sense of humor. Um, but I, I do think like, as far as like movies about specific people that are like sort of, well completely fictional um (laughs) it's i thought this did a much better job at being really funny and entertaining in the process because it doesn't really seem like it cares about um even trying to be dramatic like even its dramatic moments are played for laughs so i don't know i just love the commitment going on here um it's a crazy commitment to the bit yeah um and yeah what is uh what's your What's your favorite Weird Al song, Jeff? I mean, Amish Paradise is a classic. That's a good one. Yeah. So maybe I'll just go with that. Yeah. Mine, and this is the first Weird Al song that I knew that wasn't in the movie, unfortunately, but it was his I Want It That Way uh, parody, uh, but it was like I bought it on eBay, and he's just kind of listing off things he bought on eBay. And that was like one of the first, like I want to say like first one of three YouTube videos that I first saw in like 2008. And I was like, this is a crazy website. And I remember watching it like a million times and thought it was so funny. And yeah, that's and a that's, great example. Th- that's what inspired you to do what you're doing now. <laughs> yep. Weird Al is the reason I'm I'm here. Yeah. Um, That's also a great example of like, I, I want it that way was, was, pre my time and and like i i wasn't really paying attention to music that much so i learned about that song through the weird owl song which, which is, is in actually an insane sentence for you to have just said <laughs> i know <laughs> well the thing is like weird owl has a great voice and he really sells it in the parody so yeah made a great song out of it um yeah, I I guess there's there's not a whole lot else to say about weird. It does it does come at a good time where I I'm on the fence because it's like I I would recommend if you and your family are looking for something to watch this Thanksgiving, this is a good choice. But also the fucking commercials make it kind of a drag. Dude, that's is, <laughs> if if there's a way to watch without commercials, which you know maybe yeah. there is, try to find. Yeah, it. yeah, because it's I would a say no brainer family 
you know, film to watch on Thanksgiving if you could find it without commercials. Now, if you could tolerate the commercials, go for it, but mm-hmm. it's not ideal. You know, it's not ideal. Yeah, not it interrupts the experience. Ideal, Karsten Rundquist. Yeah. Just like when I want to watch your videos and video plays, you know, on yep. YouTube, yep. I'm like, oh, I'm out of it now. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe I'm really with Karsten. Dude, like, thank you for saying that. Yeah. That's how people feel about the ads on these episodes, which I, ho- I really hope an ad starts playing right now as someone's listening. To. Yeah. Well, wait, we don't have video ads in our. I, well, our yeah, podcast. we. Yeah. Wait, I forget what our settings we agreed on. Because I remember. We have no video ads. We just have like the pop ups. Right, 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 right. Because the yeah, one time we, we realized we yeah, set them up like a couple episodes, <laughs> it's like every five minutes there was an ad, and like there were all these comments from people that were like, "Damn, I want to support you guys, but this is a lot you of sold out, a lot of ads." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we and then also like we get like one cent when you watch a video ad. At yeah, most. <laughs> I just I was like I feel bad for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, so we we stop that. We just have the pop ups, which makes sense on a podcast because yeah. you don't have to be looking at the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So who um, cares? Who cares about these ads? Um, anyway, we should start advertising the podcast in YouTube ads. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> we should try and try to target it for other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We could just have the video be like, hey, if you're not fully engaged with what you're watching right now, <laughs> maybe come to our channel. Yeah. Great point, Joe Rogan. Anyway... <laughs> What we have to say... Yeah, great point, Arturo and Zach. <laughs> Actually, stop listening to the Intercut podcast. Yeah. And listen to the Karstcast podcast with Karsten and Jeff. It's not a feud. It's not a feud. Um. Anyway, weird. I think Arturo and Zach could probably beat both of us up. <laughs> Dude, actually, absolutely, yeah. As far as, like, if, if we were to get, like, a lot of the film people online into a brawl, I think you and I would be out, like, very immediately, fast. We are immediately. not... When it comes to movie talk, we bring it. We're pretty funny guys. A lot of yeah. likability. But if it's a physical fight, we are going down. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I think that Amanda the Jedi would be able to beat us up. <laughs> I'm trying to think... Oscar expert, no chance, brother, bro, knock us out. I mean, yeah, just knock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, brother, bro is the enforcer of the group. <laughs> um, anyway, that's, that's our next episode. It's just a, a ranking of who would win which in a other fight? film YouTubers. Would yeah. Beat us up. <laughs> um, now let's. Uh, what are we feeling for ratings? Um, for this one, I'm gonna go a firm four stars. I'm about I'm about the same. Yeah. It's a great it's a good time. Um and I don't know, it's funny. It's one of the better comedies of the last few years and um it could be better, but I'm not complaining too hard. And it's again, the, with commercials, two and a half. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the Roku channel thing really fucks this movie up, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh but anyway. Uh, we should get into questions. We've got some questions. We um, should get into questions. My favorite question <clears> is, <throat> who's the best YouTuber in the world? Answer, Carson Runquist. Uh, I was going to say Jeffrey Borslow. So, uh, here's that. the thing. You <laughs> definitely don't believe that. I released like one video a year, but and the... half of them are me drinking Coke while you watch. That's It's really old Coke. Right, right. I'm trying to see when your last your last video is. It's almost been a year, nine months. I know. I gotta. Oh I gotta my god! Figure that out. I'm gonna. Time I think flies. I'm gonna really give it a go. Yeah, because you well, you could make two more subscriber specials. So you're at twelve hundred now, about to be thirteen hundred. Oh, I can't. Um, I, I'll do one at two thousand, but I yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, one yeah. at every hundred. That would be insane. Yeah, that's true. It's then gotta that, be special. Um, I'm looking at the comments. Common Jeffrey Borslu W. Um, oh, no, my I, subscribers are the best. If you want to be one of them and you're listening to this podcast right now, subscribe to the Jeffrey Borslow YouTube page channel. How, yes. As a YouTuber, what do we say? What do we call it? Uh, channel. Yeah. Okay, Some people cool, call it a cool, show, cool. and I'm like, nah, it's not a show. Um, Arturo calls it a show. And if you try to <laughs> mock Arturo, remember, Arturo will beat you up. He'll beat me up. He'll beat the shit out of me. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Cord, you called it a show. It's <laughs> <by> my house. <laughs> um, okay. The questions. Uh, this first one comes from uh, Icy Tooth nine five two seven. This comes from the Carscast subreddit, which is the best place to uh, ask a question. By the way, we got question threads going on. The best place for something, there. presumably. Yeah. Um, we haven't the, figured out what is the best place for yet, but no, it, there's some something. This the question reads: favorite ABBA song, um, which changes for me. It it kind of depends on what yeah. kind of mood I'm in. They just got nominated for a album of the year at the Grammys, which is like good for ABBA. Still kicking it, doing their thing. Yeah. Now there, I was a big fan of one of the songs on mm-hmm. their their most recent album. Yeah, really? Voyage? Uh, yeah, When You Danced With Me is okay. a phenomenal song. Interesting. I will, uh, I'll check it out after it has, this. It kind of sounds like a little Scottish almost, kind of like mm-hmm. big country. Yeah. It's good. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Voulez-Vous um, off the album Voulez-Vous. It's, Voulez, yeah. gets you going. It is a, a hype French. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. French Swedish band performing a French song, um, which I never yeah. went to their museum when I was in Sweden. I skipped out on that one. Um, yeah, and I kind of are you disappointed it. that you you yeah yeah should have done it. Um, but I did go to the Vasa Museum and saw the big ship, and that was um, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Next, I mean Waterloo's good as well. Waterloo is like yes, that's that's the gateway. Well, actually, that is not the gateway. Mamma Mia is the, the gateway. Fernando? So, yeah. Oh, my God. Fernando. Dude, they have so many good songs. Take a Chance on Me. Yeah. I know that's not a lot of people's favorite, but I love Take a Chance on Me. Um, yeah. If you change your mind. Um, anyway. this. Uh, now, wait. Can you can you sing that, but as, as Mario? <laughs> um, okay, wait. Where's the... If you change... Nope. I can't. I can't. See, now that's where you got me. When it's not oh, something no. that Mario Take a chance say. on me. A Mario. That yeah. okay, that sounded like a like a Jamaican accent. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's Italian. It's, it's Mario. Um this uh this next one comes from uh Taunt Keen 91. Uh and this is an interesting question. Is there something you want to complain about? Now you just got off a kind of a road trip, which I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things you get easily frustrated by when you're on the road for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know if that led you yeah. to anything or if there was something else you wanted to complain about. But um, a lot of the highways had like there's so much road work going on. Yeah, it's bad right now. Across yeah, so the I was driving, and, and and then a lot of the highway roads are like really narrow because they put like concrete borders on both sides, like right on the line. So I, I feel like I'm driving in like a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, or a bowling alley lane, a bowling lane. That's what it's called. I was like, a bowling yeah. alley makes it sound like I'm like running over all the people who are just <laughs> bowl, there to bowl, <laughs> who are doing no harm. Um, yeah, no, I meant like. It, <laughs> I felt like one of the bowling balls, like where I'm down like right, a narrow right. path. Yeah. Although I guess the bowling lane relative to a bowling ball is actually quite wide. Yeah. So. So I felt like I was a really big bowling ball that takes up the whole yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is falling apart. This, <laughs> this analogy. Not, maybe like a, a pinball in a pinball machine getting shot up, you know, because that's a really narrow rail. Yeah. Okay, that works. It's better than mine for sure. Yeah. Well, but then the pinball is like in a giant space, so maybe yeah, it's not as good. Yeah, getting of a, bounced around. It makes it sound is... like I was driving and then crashed into like 35 things. <laughs> Just horrible accident. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know what I mean, probably. I know what you mean. I, I know this is a tired subject, but um, it seems like every day a new annoying thing happens on Twitter with Elon Musk right now. Yeah. He is just the cringiest man alive like some of the the memes he's sharing are it's not it's past like so bad it's funny it's just really bad and he's i uh, words (laughs) fail me it's it's been the thing is i really believe in the utility of twitter yes i think twitter as a concept 
can bring news from different parts of the world, you know, all in one place yeah, and, and amalgamate that as quickly as anything that's ever been, you know, existed. Yeah. Now saying that Elon Musk is, is doing his best to destroy Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, at least this is showing everyone that he's not really some kind of like genius, you know, right. out there guy. He's just kind of dumb. Yeah. It it definitely confirms a lot of suspicions people have had about yeah. him. That I'm like, and people yeah. don't understand. He he's not the one who's make he, like he had the he's like okay sometimes with broad ideas, right? Like yeah. oh, electric cars and this. But not, he's not an engineer who's the one like figuring out how to make it actually work. Exactly. Yeah. He's not a rocket scientist. He just pays people who are rocket scientists. I, right. Yeah. It's like everyone has his family owned an emerald mine in South Africa. Yeah. He's not a ge- like we all want cool like hyperspeed whatever light rails or railways whatever like he's not the first guy to like think of that being a good idea he's just like which by the way that hasn't even really happened um Mm -hmm. which seems like a lot of his ideas (laughs) um so yeah that's just the whole twitter thing like the idea that like a billionaire can can buy something as like important as twitter and kind of run it into the ground like that is just so I mean it's still up and running right now. I'm I'm of the the group that's like I don't think Twitter's going to fully crash like yeah. that, but it will turn into a terrible bankrupt. place. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be better because then like a bank would own it. Right. And then a bank I believe would still want to keep it alive because the value in it would, is comes from the user base. Yes. Yeah, and then also it being run normally so that advertisers actually want to advertise there, right? Which is not the case right now because no, it's, uh, Elon is kind of incompetent <laughs> at understanding what yeah. the point of Twitter is and what makes it have value. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a free speech beacon; it's a company, right? Right. And by free speech, he—that's just like a code word for just like hate speech at this point because the yeah. people that he, he's co- brought it's a, back it's for anything yeah the, he's like free speech is back and he drops he lets like fucking donald trump and kanye west and andrew tate back in and i'm like yeah that's yeah. real positive group peterson. of guys yeah <laughs> it's my favorite jordan peterson video which honestly <laughs> don't anyone look up jordan peterson but there's the video of i forget who it is but it's like the australian comic who literally um gives him an example of something and then immediately jordan peterson's like huh i guess you're right and that completely defeats the entire thing he was saying before that (laughs) that's amazing that seems like that i that tracks for him um yeah if if you just google jordan peterson gets owned you'll probably see five million results (laughs) um so that's what i felt like complaining about. i don't want to turn the podcast into that because there's so much to say about this thing but i mean like into twitter yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to don't want to run it so into the remember, ground. Go um, on the subreddit and send us a tweet and we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um this last one um comes from Chips Ahoy 523 and it's if you could take one movie and replace all but one of the casts with Muppets, who would it be? For example, Muppets Taken with Liam Neeson as the only human and everyone else as a Muppet. The plot stays exactly the same. Um, that is a hundred percent not the answer I would go with. Taken. I don't want to watch Liam Neeson murder a bunch of Muppets. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's <laughs> does not sound like a good time. Um, what about like Airbud, where everyone's a Muppet but the dog? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "This Muppet is crazy." <laughs> it's, it's just a, that's actually such a good answer. <laughs> Um, damn, what would I, I'm looking at my, what about Space Jam where everyone's a Muppet the instead Muppets of a playing. Looney Tune? Yeah. Then it's basically the same movie, but different yep. characters. The Mummy where everyone's a Muppet, but Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Monsters Inc., but they're all Muppets, but that didn't work because the point of the monsters and Monsters Inc. are to scare children and the Muppets would just mm-hmm. come in and be like, Rah! but it's just. I mean, the movie Muppets. would end a lot faster because they would yeah. all get laughed at, which they found out creates energy much more Right, that's the solution. Um, so the movie would be a short film. Yeah. Weird Al, 
but the Muppets. But but Weird Al Yankovic's the only human in the universe. Um, that would be confusing. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't understand like how the comedy would even work. No. No. Um I'm looking Swiss at Swiss Army Man where <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's corpse is the only <laughs> Bullet Train, but it's just Brad Pitt and it's a bunch of Muppets. I don't know. Again, that gets into the, I, the with Taken, where you you just be murdering Muppets. Right, 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 right. I'm trying to look at serious movies where we don't have to see Muppets get murdered. Um, yeah. And it's not a lot of options. I'm going to... 2001 you could do one of the Space Muppet Odyssey. movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the Muppet movies. But, but like, Jason Segal becomes a Muppet, and it's someone... Some, some, yeah. The Muppet, it just is someone else who's a human. Just a person, a yeah. And they just barely be, address it. They're like, he's a human, yeah. but... It's not important. He's a human. They they still act like he's a human, but he's a Muppet. <laughs> Elvis, but it's just Elvis, and everybody else is a Muppet. I Honestly, I would watch that. <laughs> the Tom Hanks character as a Muppet would work really well. Um, yeah. I mean, he pretty much is a Muppet. Yeah. Um. Anyway. That felt like I was doing some kind of slander, and I don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, that's uh, those are the questions for this week. Those were th- um, yeah, those were good questions, Carson. Good job picking them. Good job, people who asked those questions. We got just enough for the week, to be honest. There were only three new ones, and they all happened to be pretty good questions. So, thanks, guys. Go. Really brought it home. Um, this uh, and if you want to get your question answered in the next episode, uh, either become a fifteen dollar patron on Patreon and ask us a question because that's a guaranteed answer unless the question yep. is offensive or weird. Or, or Venmo me personally one hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, that's and another. And we don't have to tell Karsten, and you can have all the questions. Yes, that's another easy way to get that question answered. Um, <laughs> Bribe me. Yeah. <laughs> um, this uh, this next section is the wrap up where we first like to announce the movie for next week, which will be uh, Glass... Wait, wait, before you... Okay, oh, no, never mind. What now we... we know. Okay, what were you going to say? I was going to tell you to do it in the Mario voice. Oh, <laughs> scratch that. Um, uh, no, I don't want to do it anymore. I... No, just you can start with It's a Me, Mario, to get you in like the rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a me, Mario. And next week's movie is Glass Onion. Okay, the glass was great. Yeah, some of the other words didn't quite pull like come together. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. When, the way you said glass was perfect. Okay. It was exactly how Mario would have said it. Fuck yeah! All right, cool. Landed it. Um, we're talking about Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, next week. Um, and it is not on Netflix yet. It won't. It won't be on Netflix until it's December twenty third. But it will be doing its week long theater run. And if you would not. If you don't want to watch Weird, but you do want to watch a movie with your family this weekend, you know, go see uh, Glass Onion. I feel like that's that is a really ideal uh, family movie because it's yeah. just I mean, really assuming fun. you're you're all at least like thirteen years old, yeah. If, don't bring the kids. Don't I would say don't. Yeah, don't bring like a nine year old. That yeah. would be a bad time. Yeah, I mean, it's not nothing offensively, nothing like. No, I just mean like it. I don't think a nine-year-old would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. We will do a spoiler-free review next week, but we will have maybe like a spoiler section or something. We mm-hmm. we don't know yet, but um, just so yeah, you know. Don't worry, we're not going to like ruin any of the spoilers. No, no. Um, Like that thing that happens at that one part of the film. We're not going to tell gonna you. We're not going to tell you about that part. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely not that part. <laughs> uh, or that other part. Jesus, we won't mm-hmm. touch that. Ooh, um, no. So and anyway, one thing. Oh no. God, don't even get me started. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next part is where we read a review to encourage you guys to leave reviews. Um, I accidentally just closed the tab, but thanks to Chrome's reopen close tab feature, it sounded like an ad. I'm just but yeah. This I'm, this uh, week's sponsor, <laughs> Google Chrome, the reopen no, close tab feature. Um. These come from uh, wherever you can leave a review, and we read them on Chartable, and we love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast, because um, it's always nice to know what people have to say about the podcast. Um, this one comes from, 
I did Gandhi Mommy last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, or last week. Um, yeah. This one comes from Windy Door uh, from the USA. Subject line is thanks. Uh, five stars and it reads during film class we started talking about bullet train and the only reason i knew anything was because of the episode about it so thank you that so um, thank you for the review yeah. i will say that that does imply that you listen to the episode without watching bullet train yes um which i guess you know that's i'm inherent glad in a movie podcast yeah but i'm glad it helped you i'm glad you're tuning in regardless of the movies we talk about you know yeah that makes you um, a better fan than some of the the ones the, that only come out for the ones. hits yeah you know yeah they only come out for ones that they've seen yeah and it's like because i don't want to hear someone talk about a movie that i have not seen right which i guess makes sense um <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um make sure uh yeah if you haven't left a review before if you're you have some thoughts about the podcast that you want to get off your chest leave a review because uh, we have one more and then we're going to be out so we need more reviews um this next part is my favorite part personally which is where we thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast that's your favorite part (laughs) (laughs) for the sake of this segment yeah you're like it's my favorite part you're like yeah my favorite part's the part where jeff doesn't talk (laughs) at all (laughs) i simply just talk for a minute or two i just read a list of names yeah i just really like reading my favorite part of the podcast is where i read the same script every week uh in rapid yeah um so this is yeah if you would like to support the podcast and get more of this uh consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash carscast um we are gonna have those bonus episodes coming out pretty soon and we Um, gotta do a hangout gotta do a hangout actually before the, well, probably this weekend, now that I think about it. Yeah. That's the last weekend of November. So, you know. Yeah, we'll do it. Get in on that patron hangout, and uh, we'll do a, a fun patron Thanksgiving this weekend where you can eat a snack while you're there. I don't, it's a feast. That, that'd be kind of weird. That'd be weird. Um, I, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, come patre- patreon.com slash carscast. Exclusive bonus episodes. Uh, patron hangouts. Um and I read your name at the end of every uh, episode, which is like uh, right now, like right now, starting with, uh, thank you, Alex, Alex, Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Big Beard Pirate, Boinks, Camilla, Coop, David Borslow, David Sir, Eden, uh, Finn Richardson, Goodnight Tail, Jacob Meyer, The, Jared Armstrong, uh, John Van Hout, Joshua Hughes, KDT, Leonard, let's change the Google search results, PTA, Levin, Jar Jar is the best Star Wars character, Louis A.O., Lu- Luke Warm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Marilee Borslow, Michael Rennie, Monroe Page, Noah Wooten, Pasta, Queen of Satin Island, Rakakuni, Riley Ost, Ryan M., Sam, Sam Farr, Sean Kenny needs a beverage check, Stella Perry, Super Kelly Fragilist, X, Bialidocious, Mindy Werman, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Taylor's version, The Raccoon from Airbud, 7th Inning, Fetch, Wes Kinley, Wiley Todd, Yusef A., and Zoe. Hernandez McDonald. McDonald. Thank you. Oh, almost uh almost closed this page. <laughs> and that, yeah. like, thank you and goodbye. And bye. Um, well, I, that does that pretty does much do it, yeah. Do it for the podcast. I mean I had a great time this week again talking with you, Carson Runquist. Me as well. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>